Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to We Love to Hate Everything, as always. I'm your co-host, Jody, And I'm your other co-host, Amanda. 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 Big news for today. What? We got Emmys on the horizon. Hey, Emmys. Jen Shaw. We have oh, yeah. Funny Girl on Broadway News. Hey, I was following that. Yeah. What do you want to talk about first? You said you have a little well, my- surprise. No, I didn't. Oh, no, I didn't say I, sorry, I just about. I had something I watched that I thought that you should watch. First yeah. of all, I just, when we were, we just recorded with Colin, we did a Total Request podcast episode. We're doing, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, we're doing series finale month. We did Friends with Justine yesterday. Mm-hmm. We did Six Feet Under with Colin today. We're doing Sex in the City this week. How I Met Your Mother. We have guests for everyone except for Big Love. No one wants to touch Big Love. But <laughs> other than that. You know what? I even asked Dave if he wanted to come on to do Big Love. Because we watch Big Love together, and he's like, he goes, I'd rather just be the man behind the woman. I'm like, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, that's fucking right. (laughs) Meaning the man who doesn't have to do anything behind the woman. Uh, But my dad, during that, texted me and was Uh, like, um... and now I guess there's this plan that he decided to put in action where he's going to take my car off my hands, and maybe we'll just do an even trade. Because oh. he bought, like, the other car for me. It's not a okay. car. It's a shitty car. Uh, and then the air conditioner decides to work whenever. So that's fun. In the on hottest your, On your new car? It's not a new car. It's a different car. Well, new, that's new to you. That counts. Yeah, it's a, and it is a better car. But now my dad, I guess, is going to just do an even, even trade with me. Yeah. But he's being very ambiguous on to where this car is going. I have a good idea where it's going. Uh, but... Oh, I think I do, too. Yeah. I'm like... God damn it, just fucking live your life and stop being so shady, but whatever. So I guess my car is sold. Okay, I would just say maybe check the Freon in your new car. That could be the issue. Yeah, well, fucking whatever. Anyway, here's here's my yeah. thing. Here's my thing that I watched that everyone was talking about on our Facebook group. If you're not on our Facebook group, come join us. It, people are joining every day, all day long. We love to hate TV on Facebook. Just search it. You'll find it. We'll let you in. Or just click the link in the show notes. Oh, yeah. That's right. 
Jodi also does that. Okay, so, but this is a documentary on Netflix called The Girl in the Picture. Oh, as if I didn't watch that the day it came out, Amanda. Well, what, did, it came out recently, right? Because I remember yeah. seeing previews for it and sure. then getting really jazzed and then being super disappointed. Your hair looks fine. I'm messing with it. <laughs> but uh, but I've I remember seen this story before as well. I don't remember this at all. Okay. Or, or I'm unaware of it. But... I remember watching a preview for it and then being super disappointed that it wasn't coming out for another month. Yeah. But now it's it's out. Yeah. And I watched it. Think? I love that it's just a one-part documentary. We need to stop yeah. doing these three or four parts because I think I saw Conan O'Brien on TikTok talking about this where it's like, he's like, there's like a mystery, but then they spread it out into seven episodes where it's Sometimes like... Sometimes I like that though. Uh, I don't... Yeah, I when it's sit like down cereal with a, or something, but there are some I was going to say a glass like, of red wine, but I'm like... Let's just say the bottle. Let's get real here. Yeah, yeah let's say the yeah, bottle. <laughs> there is something to be said for just telling a story mm-hmm. in a one and done, and then you don't have to, you know, work your way through it. I want to know what happens. Sure. So uh, this was awesome. The storytelling is great. Like, you have no idea where. And I, even if you look up this case, it's very difficult to immediately. Like, you have to really search for what happened because there's so many twists and turns. There really I is. I had taken a NyQuil before I watched it. So I truly cannot remember how it ended, which is the most important part. But well, he. Okay, spoiler. Well, let's not even say it. Okay, spoiler. Well, spoiler, spoiler alert. So the guy that was saying he was her dad. Right. Who. Uh, is the father of her biological baby. But actually, then I think we find out that he's not. That it was someone else's baby, I believe. Well, I hope so. Or that it wasn't biologic. Okay, well, whatever. He kidnapped her. Right. No, I, I, from I that woman who's like, a real shitty him. mom because she never, even oh. after the fact, remember like the adopted... Droopy dog. The bo- adopted mom, mom, mom or the mom? No, like the real mom is Droopy Dog. Oh, sure. They show, and I mean, you can tell when they show her, she's like in this dark room. Also, her biological dad is the hottest, and no one's ever aged better than this guy, which is so unfair because he sucked too. But he's he's like just stunningly attractive. But the real mom, who obviously has been through a lot of stuff, bio mom, I mean, yeah. But they show her, they kind of zoom in slowly on her in a very darkly litted room. And she's like in just this chair by herself or a, a wheelchair, which doesn't even contribute to this. But her face has just been, she's been, she's, she's seen so some lives. things. Yeah. She's seen some things and her, but is she's just, oh, her wrinkles are just, so, but she's, you can tell she's gorgeous. Like if yeah. she had a facelift, she would look stunning, but she just, but then. But then she keeps talking, and I'm like, just stop talking. You're digging yourself into the Yeah, moral. she she had children with multiple men when her husband, who is the daughter of the girl in the picture, went to Vietnam. She basically just cheated on him, left him, and he came back and was like, okay, so my daughter's gone because she met the kidnapper. Right, moved him in. In a church. She, like, went to church, and he was like, I'll marry you and take care of your three young girls. And she's like, okay, cool. She goes to jail, comes back. Her girls are gone. The oldest Two of one... Two he dropped off somewhere. At, like, foster, yeah, at a foster facility yeah. or something. And then she's like, well, I mean, I, I tried looking for her. I mean, I did the best I could. Right. And then it, and it flashes really to, sad. like, other family members or whatever, and they're like, she didn't look. She didn't... Yeah. She didn't do anything. But yeah, again, it's tough. You've got it's a, a sad you know, sh- story. Like, there really sad. is bare... Well, there's no silver lining. Although, but seeing the one it, biological so daughter... 
He died he in prison? He died, think? I believe. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting things mixed up because, like I told you last week, I was, I'm listening to a podcast that's like, Daddy killed us all or something like that. Oh, yeah. About it John came List. Up on, my, on, yeah. my, on my TikTok. So I'm mixing up the John List thing. And then there's actually also a documentary series on HBO, Mind Over Murder. This is wild. I have no idea where it's going. It's not all the way up yet. There's three episodes, and new episodes come out on Mondays. Oh, it's six parts. I'm just looking at, at it now. it's just one story. One story, but it's it's so crazy. This story I've never heard. It's about a woman, an older woman, who was brutally raped and murdered in her apartment. And then, like, six people... or no, so it's a five, yeah, five out of six people admitted that they were there and did this. And now, like, the 20... Beatrice six. I'm yes. Saying. 20, 25 years after these people have served their sentences, it comes out with DNA evidence that they were not there. Repressed memory, Amanda. Or it was a forced confession, but then some of them are saying, like, yeah, but I still was there, and this one... It's just crazy. I have no idea where it's going, so I don't even know how to sum it up, but... I think the next one comes out get today. Into that? Or yesterday. It came out yesterday. Oh, that's and right, because today is Tuesday. Is Today's Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, so, yes. Okay, so check those out. Also... Uh, I was at... Uh, oh, sorry. No, I was going to... Uh, you go right ahead. This is my last thing. It's just yeah. I just thought of. I was at work. I was, um, I was spraying the yard the other day, and... Um, Every, you know, we all wear the walkies on, and it was, it was kind of, it was slow. All the dogs so were kind of So badass with your walkies. Oh yeah. I feel so cool with my walkie. Mm. Um, but Karen, Karen, the, my, 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 my work Jody. Mm-hmm. um, Karen with an I, by the way, guys, don't, don't label her an actual Karen. Yeah. She, she's like, guys, I've been watching this documentary on HBO or on Netflix. She's like, it's about like this girl from Vancouver who goes to, and I, I was like, who went to LA, the Cecil Hotel? It's Elisa Lam. I know all about it. I know everything about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then there's this girl who like, one of the, 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 the other two girls there, one Lori, she's like Colin. She loves horror movies. So I felt like she probably knew. Like, she, every time I go in there, she's watching like a different, like, random B horror movie from Oof. like 1986. And I just, I think it's so cool. Yeah. The other girl's like 21. So she was pretty silent during all of this. But then, like, we kind of talk back and forth about it. And then I'm like, Lori, you gotta have an opinion on this. And like, we all, and she knew all about it too. And it was just, but it also seemed insane to me that I'm like, how have you not. Like, yeah, this seems like who doesn't know about Elisa Lamb yeah, and the Lamb Elisa test? Lamb Elisa. Well, the, one of our clients' name is well, I won't say her first name, but her last name is Lamb, and I always think of that. And both of them were like, I always think of that. Too. Yeah, of course. Was yes. a twenty-one-year-old like oh, euphoria? It's always she just associate that. I think she was probably just sitting there like, well, I guess I can't really contribute to this, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> She didn't seem interested either. Like I would have, she, she didn't, she was just kind of listening, but I just cool, assume all but... the young kids are into euphoria, which speaking of yeah. Yeah, Emmy nominations it. are out. I bet Justine's happy. Yeah. I think everyone's very excited about this whole, uh, I mean, it swept, didn't it? Zendaya is, the... I don't know. I didn't look at anything. I just looked for euphoria as I scrolled through because I knew Justine was so invested in it, but I haven't even gotten a chance to look at the full list. So why don't you tell me? Okay. I will pull it up right here. I know that they said Zendaya is the youngest female 
director or producer that's been nominated ever. So that's pretty cool. I am on Variety.com, by the way, if you want to go check out a nice list. So for drama series, there's quite a few. Better Call Saul, Euphoria, Ozark, Severance, Squid Game, Stranger Things, Succession, and Yellow Jackets. Yay, but Barry's not in there. Nope, no Barry for drama series. Comedy oh, series, comedy, however. Okay. Yeah, comedy series, Abbott Elementary, which I know Nick loves. Barry, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Hacks, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, your favorite. Only I, Murders but I, in I'm the Building. I'm obsessed with Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I've seen it four times. I can't stop watching it. Wow. Murders in the Building, okay, cool. Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. And What We Do in the Shadows. Okay, that seems like a strong category. Yeah. Limited series, Dope Sick, The Dropout, Inventing Anna, Pam and Tommy, and The White Lotus. Those are some strong contenders in there. Oh, the girl from Plathville didn't make it, eh? No, no. Lead actor in a drama series, Jason Bateman, who's short, but I think he's pretty sexy. Brian Cox, Succession. Lee Young Ye, I don't know how to say his last name, I apologize, in Squid, Squid Game. Mm-hmm. Bob Odenkirk, Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. Are you eating pickles? No, they're olives. Thank you for pointing it out so we can get reviews about it. <laughs> no, that was just very interesting. Uh, a vinegary pickle. Are they green? It's an olive. Are they green olives or black? Yeah, they're Spanish olives. Calm down. Mm. I've never Pickles. had a green olive, Amanda. That's insane. I only like black olives. Adam Scott, Severance, and Jeremy Strong, Succession. Lead actress in a drama series. Jody, spelled the same name as me. Comer, Killing Eve. Laura Linney, Ozark. Melody Linsky, Yellow Jackets. Yay! Sandra Oh, Killing Eve. Reese Witherspoon, The Morning Show. Didn't know that was still airing. Yeah, me neither. Zendaya in Euphoria. I feel like Zendaya should win. Lead actor in a comedy series, Donald Glover, Atlanta. You're a huge Atlanta head, aren't you? Yep. It's really my demographic. Bill Hader in Barry. Yes! Nicholas Holt, The Great. Steve Martin and Martin Short, both for Only Murders in the Building. They're, like, nominated together? No. I'm just oh, okay. Both. That would be stupid. <laughs> and Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso. Didn't Ted Lasso just sweep this whole thing last year? Yeah, but we were saying that with Colin. It's not a funny show. It is a heartwarming show. I watched it around Christmas time, which is a perfect time to watch that show because it's just okay. very positive and heartwarming. And it's good. Dave I mean, and Paige love it. I'm I didn't sure watch a single episode. I feel like it's going to be like Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Where when it's on, I'm super into it, but then I never think about it yeah. ever. Like you wouldn't yeah, rewatch the series or anything. Is Sister Wives nominated for anything, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Saving the best for last. <laughs> Lead actress in a comedy series, Rachel Brosnahan. Brosnahan. Okay, marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Quinta Brunson in Abbott Elementary. Kaylee Cuoco, the flight attendant. I've actually oh, heard that's really she's good. good Elle Fanning, yeah, the great. You kind of look like Kaylee Cuoco, I feel. I feel like you could look like her. Well, I'll take that over Bette Midler and Ricky Lake, so thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) 
By the way, there was a piece of shit kid in high school who was like, you look like Ricky Lake, the old Ricky Lake. Meaning like when she was fat. Like the fat. And he was a busted. He had fucking zits everywhere, greasy ass hair, the gall of that piece of shit. My biggest bully, who like I would have the thought daily, if I could push a button and kill anyone in the world, it would be this boy. I can say his name right now, but I guess Uh, I won't. Same. This is the free podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was busted too. He's a ginger too. Oh, no, this one was just, oh God, he's so busted. (sighs) Gene Smart hacks and Issa Rae insecure. Hmm. Boy, that's I, I, I don't understand that, yeah. that uh, sentiment. So. I mean, do you want me to keep going down through here? Yeah, I really want to know about, like, editing and stuff. No, I'm just, no, just like, any other sure. big one. Okay, well, this is else? a big one because I was hoping for this one. Lead actor in a limited series or movie. Colin Firth in The Staircase. He better win that. Oh, I've stopped watching that. Damn it, I need to... God, there's so much shit for me to catch up on. Even though you know everything about the case, it is so good. He really does become Michael Peterson. Mm -hmm. He's more Michael Peterson than Michael Peterson. Andrew Garfield. I want to see them reenact the jinx with somebody. Mm. But but not, like, even his life story. I want to see them just reenact the documentary. Yeah, who would you have be Robert Durst? I know a guy in Stanley who, Tucci. Who I oh, that would be. I, could, I feel like he could get into it. The guy that played the cat in the hat when I did Susical in Phoenix, like looks like Robert Durst. And he's kind of weird, but like, he's like the most harmless and sure. awesome man ever. But ugh, it needs to be a very slight man. Oh yeah. But who's also charismatic. Mm-hmm. Who can burp on command. <laughs> oh, God, the burps. Yikes. Okay, Andrew Garfield, feed his face, under the banner of heaven. Oscar Isaac, scenes from a marriage. Michael Keaton, dope stick. Himesh Patel, Station Eleven. And Sebastian Stan for Pam and Tommy. Uh, Pam and Tommy was re- Did you end up finishing that? No, I didn't I finish like the last that. two episodes, I think. Uh, I-, I just got, it, it was like enough. I'm like, okay, I got it. Okay. It was good. But Colin Firth, I haven't seen anything except Pam and Tommy, but he's so good in that. And then lead actress in a limited series, Tony Collette for The Staircase. She was amazing. This is is stacked, all of this. Yeah. Julia Garner, Inventing Anna. Lily James for Pam and Tommy. She was really good in that, too. Sarah Paulson, Impeachment, American Crime Story. I did watch almost all those episodes, and she was amazing. She like was Linda Tripp. That's when I was living with, uh, that was pre-Broken Ankle. And that was when I was living mm. with uh, Daphne and Ran. And that was our weekly uh, date. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, Pam and, or not Pam and Tommy. Impeachment also had Beanie Feldstein, who we'll touch on in a moment. Yeah. Was she not nominated? For? Impeachment. Uh, well, I don't see lead actress... So probably okay. not. Yeah, Margaret Margaret Qualley, Qualley made and Amanda Seyfried, The Dropout. I don't know about that. I, I watched The Dropout. I mean, she was good, but I don't know. I watched the first episode of The Maid. I don't know if The Maid. There's too many shows, but they're all good. Yeah. I feel like all of these are things that we would like. Yeah. Well, competition program. The Amazing Race, which I love. It's such a good show. Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls. Nailed oh, it. RuPaul's Drag Race. Always. Top Chef and The Voice. Great. 
Drag Race always like is always winning that nowadays, which is fine with me. I bet you are stoked to hear that Chippendale Rescue Rangers got a nom for television movie. That oh, they call that a television movie? Mm-hmm. Like I guess it was straight to Disney Plus. You guys need to watch that movie. It is so funny. I texted you guys. The only one that even like took the bait was Justine. But <laughs> within the first ten minutes, I laughed out loud five times for Chip and Dale. Yeah, it's it's funny. It's a it's a John Mulaney and it's like that. Oh, you're that joking. Whole cool. No, okay. it was. It's a. It's a. It's made for adults. All right. It's funny. You need to calm down. Uh, How about actress in a comedy that... series? You want to oh, hear sorry, those? I was ask. What was that? <clears throat> yeah, but this is bugging me. What was that show that we watched where the girl like got abducted, but then it turned out it was like a series on Hulu. I want to say. And then oh it, my! It just came to it me. Was like and a it just mystery. Left. It's just yeah. it's like all of the other ones. Oh my goodness! Is, and the uh, title makes it sound abducted like a in plain movie. sight. No, 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 not that. It was a series, and it was like a mystery. And the one, uh, it was like there's a girl that the teacher she has like an affair with yep, the teacher, and she's and kidnapped she and she's held captive in the basement. What was that? But the, the yeah, title I... sounds like Gossip Girl. Like it makes yes. it sound like a teen um, something summer, summer, uh... evil summer, bad summer, cruel summer, cruel summer. Thank oh, you. that felt so good. It felt better for everyone listening who was screaming it for the last <laughs> minute and a half. I yeah. Actually, I have a feeling a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, what was that? Mm, okay. Well, I just want right. to say for supporting actress in a comedy series, we have Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Hacks, Ooh, Ted Al- Lasso. Alex Borstein. Yes. And for Hacks, Hannah Einbender. Mm-hmm. And then we have some Abbott Elementary, some Ted Lasso, and also Kate McKinnon for Saturday Night Live. I don't think she did her best work this season. Oh, God, careful. Lots of nominations for uh, Barry and Ted Lasso for actors in a comedy series. Tell me about Barry. Supporting actor in a comedy series, Anthony Kerrigan, as well as Harry, Jesus, Henry Winkler, Bowen Yang for SNL. Yay! Yeah, and then we have a couple Ted Lasso's. Anthony Kerrigan and Henry Winkler. I bet that's the bald guy. Yeah. And oh, I love a that guy. ton of supporting actress in a limited series or movie for White Lotus. Connie Britton, Jennifer Coolidge, Alexandra Daddario, Natasha Rothwell, and Sydney Sweeney. All nominated in the same category. Yeah. The only other two in that category are both on Dope Sick, and it's Mayor Winningham and Caitlin Dever. Dever. And then supporting actors, uh, White Lotus, Murray Bartlett, Jake Lacey, who was in The Office. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Who He's also plop. looks exactly like my old neighbor, like dead ringer old neighbor. Uh, Will Poulter for Dope Six. Seth Rogen, our mutual love, and Pam and Tommy. Oh, good. Steve Zahn in The White Lotus, Peter Sarsgaard, right. and Michael Stuhlbarg for Dope Six. Oh, I mean, I can keep Sarsgaard going on and like on. Rad. We have guest um, actor and actress. So lots. Sydney Sweeney was a double nomination, then, eh? What else was she up for? I think she was nominated for Euphoria as well. Oh, okay. Maybe that's not right, but no, I guess she was. Right. Yeah, she was. Good for her. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. All right. Well, I mean, you know, we could <sighs> right. keep going and going. You guys can we'll just we'll check stop, out We'll stop there. Right. Well, Beanie Feldstein. 
thoughts, feelings, emotions? Well, putting my dad's thoughts and feelings aside. Jesus Christ. Fill everyone in. What happened here? Okay, so here's what happened. Funny Girl, Broadway. We all know Funny Girl, even Mm -hmm. if you don't know Broadway, because that's like what made Barbara Streisand. Although she first was in I Can Get It For You Wholesale on Broadway, and that's how... She was discovered, but uh, actually her audition story for that is pretty fun. She did this, uh, she was auditioning for the part of Miss Marmelstein, and when she went on, uh, she went into the room to audition for the part, she took out her gum and put it on the bottom of her chair, and then like did the audition on a chair, and then when she left, they checked Michael, there was no gum. She was <gasps> <gasps> oh <my God>. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Also, Barbara Streisand, I love this though. Barbara Streisand was such a fucking sensation in Funny Girl that at the top of every performance, they would play um, uh, over the loudspeaker. Ladies and gentlemen, at tonight's performance of Funny Girl, Fanny Rice will be played by, and then the audience will go, <gasps> Barbara Streisand. No. And like, I have, I have like this, this whole Barbara like manifesto of tapes and that like one of the tracks they play they they play that and you can hear the audience almost have a heart attack i feel like you'd be the audience you'd be like you guys you guys are just it's a joke you guys i already knew about you. this i read about this already it's barbara streisand yep. i knew i knew you're, you're actually entitled to a full refund if, if she's not here because her name's above the above the title i'm i'm bent down <laughs> next to you in the seat like i'm just getting something down under my shoe i'll be down <laughs> a anyway so they've been trying to revive this thing forever. They put in Beanie Feldstein. Everyone's super excited about it. Like, it's awesome. Like, they're putting a, uh, they keep calling it, like, the, this fat, I don't consider her fat at all. She's, like, a normal right. girl with curves. Sure. But they put her in here. Reviews come out. They're awful. I've never felt good about this. I've always felt terrible for her. She seems like the nicest person. Everyone in the cast seems to think that she's the greatest person to work with. So welcoming and just was totally part of the ensemble. Didn't consider herself better than anyone else. So, but people online are like, this is so great for people who have curves and aren't Mm -hmm. like a size two. Uh, Maybe Broadway's changing. No. So then um, the reviews are come out. This poor girl has to go out every night with these reviews. I mean, these reviews are scathing. And she's, what's his face's sister? What's his name again? Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Right. And I love her. She's great in Lady Bird. She's in Booksmart. She's in the... Impeachment. What we were just As Monica Lewinsky. She was okay. I think she's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's not really Monica. Right. Right. It's just not the same personality, but it doesn't matter. Anyway. and But a lot of people... On TikTok, because I follow, I don't even follow Funny Girl on TikTok, but I mean, everyone knows, I guess, sure. that the algorithm knows. Um, it, it, it seemed pretty split. Some people thought she was amazing, and other people just hated her. But, so then her and Jane Lynch's contracts went to the end of September together. And, uh, and then they can get renewed or not renewed. But both of them, it was kind of announced that they're both going to stop their contracts at the end of September when their six months were going to end. Uh, this poor girl has to go on stage every night after knowing these reviews are out. This That, like, sucks. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine. And I know, like, you got to have thick skin. And I feel like I do have thick skin. But every now and then, like, even last week, some review will come in and you're just, like, you're, whole, you're yeah. devastated. This right. girl has to go on and be Fanny Bryce for two and a half hours. So, something comes out last week 
Well, now everyone's talking about who's going to be the replacement. Who's going to be the replacement? Her understudy, Julie Benko, is getting amazing reviews. She's a very thin girl, but she also does resemble Fanny Bryce a lot. And she seems like she's amazing. I follow her on TikTok. She seems like a great girl, too. Super talented. She's getting amazing reviews. So everyone's like, why don't they just put her in? But the mm-hmm. way Broadway is, you got to have that freaking star because it's all about the money. Even though I feel like they could just let this settle and people would go. You just have to trust right. people to go see it. Anyway, so everyone's saying Leah Michelle. It's going to be Leah Michelle. It's going to be Leah Michelle. And uh, Leah Michelle is famous for being uh, the worst. Yeah. Like, complete monster, set of glee. I don't know how it is with other, like, how she was on when she did a lot of stuff on Broadway, but I know Glee in particular, I've seen interviews with the full cast, excluding Leah Michelle and like even Ryan Murphy's talking shit about her. Yeah. Like they're like, yeah, no, she's a total bitch. Like here in the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, we lit her bad on purpose. Heather Morris. When I was looking this up the other day, because we did a a Glee concert recap on total request podcast. And she just recently, I want to say in the past six months said like, yeah, I mean, what you read is true. I can see it. Yep. Right. It happened. So. It happened the way people said it happened. Yeah. And then the more the more things are coming out, I would say Leah Michelle is a perfect Fanny Bryce, although I don't think she's funny. Mm. I don't think she can take herself. I think she takes herself too seriously to be able to be zany funny, but sure. whatever. She'll sing it amazingly. That aside, I don't think it's really this. This should not be rewarded with the like the biggest role on Broadway. However, she can't win a Tony for this, so that's at least something. Mm. So, you know, the rumors are coming. Rumors, rumors, rumors. It's going to be Leah. Everyone's, it's like the worst kept secret on Broadway. It's going to be Leah. So uh, then yesterday or two days ago, Beanie just comes right out the door. She gave them half an hour notice for the producers. You just sent us this article, actually. Yeah. The producers had half an hour notice before, because they basically fired her. Yes. Um. And she was like, fuck this. And she went and she posted something on her Instagram and it's still there. Uh, yeah. And saying, Twitter, do you want me to read it? Yeah, go ahead. And she, and it's very, it's, it's perfectly shady in mm-hmm. the way that she doesn't say anything. You can't, they can't get mad at her for anything because she yeah. doesn't say anything negative. Yeah. And again, she was supposed to have finished up her run in September. Right. She said playing Fanny and it Bryce. Is now, it is now July 12th, by right. the way. Playing Fanny Bryce on Broadway has been a a lifelong dream of mine, and doing so for the last few months has been a great joy and true honor. Once the production decided to take the show in a different direction, I made the extremely difficult decision to step away sooner than anticipated. I will never forget this experience, and from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank every single person who came to the August Wilson for the love and support you have shown me and our amazing cast and crew. The people I have had the great joy of bringing Funny Girl to life with every night, both on and off stage, are all remarkably talented and exceptional human beings, and I hope you continue to enjoy them on Henry Street after I depart on July 31st. Period. Yep. So then, like, an hour later, Funny Girl Instagram, Funny Girl Broadway Instagram, is like, big news, casting announcement coming out tomorrow, which is so, like, okay. Uh Like, this is, you guys are pathetic at this point. Yeah. Also, they took her, the, uh, the marquee, like, the the artwork for this show is Beanie's face. They already took it down (gasps) and they replaced it. I don't know. I haven't seen what they replaced it with, but uh, maybe something that just looks more like organic, just like any person. But like the picture was of Beanie Feldstein, like drawn. So there are big casting news coming out tomorrow at one Eastern standard time. And I of course was like in on like 
watching this. So at 11 a.m. my time, immediately, Leah Michelle, great. And Tova Felchu is taking Jane Lynch's place. Taking Jane Lynch's place. Although everyone everyone was saying it should be Rachel Bloom, which would have been oh. the perfect casting decision. She has a better voice, in my opinion, than Leah Michelle. She is funny and zany. She doesn't take herself and too what seriously. And what is she from? My crazy ex-girlfriend? Crazy ex-girlfriend. And her and Tova Felchu played her mother on Crazy oh, Ex-Girlfriend. Oh, wow. That would have... And, and she's also curvy. I think that mm. would have been a way smarter casting choice. Yeah. But maybe Crazy Ex-Girlfriend wasn't as big as Glee, so... Well, it's all TikTok and all these gifts and memes are like oh leah michelle coming to funny girl and it shows jane lynch being like and i'm out bye yeah oh yeah yeah. Uh jane lynch is not sticking around she's making sure she's out the day that that bitch moves in yeah but and then there's all these rumors that leah michelle can't read which i actually i can't imagine that's true but it is a funny hilarious rumor right it's a funny rumor it doesn't really hurt anybody it's, it's just, just one of those, is it an urban legend sort of a thing? It's like the gerbil in Richard Gere's ass. Exactly. Legend. But it's funny to think about. It's like, doesn't, it's fine. It She's is. Fine. And on a much more serious note, Jen Shaw has pled guilty. Ooh. At least to one of her. She pled to, uh, was it conspiracy to commit mail fraud or wire fraud? And then they sure. took off one of the charges of money laundering or vice versa. It doesn't matter. How'd you feel when you got that? Justine broke the news to us and yeah. I was flabbergasted. I mean, she had, there's no way she could have she gone in front to. of a jury with this. There's no way. No. And it would have been a circus. Oh, absolutely. You can't mess with that. So basically she's going to get time. And from what everyone's saying, I, yeah. federal charges, you do serve a good portion of your time. It's not like, you know. I think you're... she'll have good behavior. I feel like she's I feel like she's narcissistic and probably manipulative enough to have be seen as having good behavior. Yeah. She'll be okay, I think. She'll be fine in prison. Yeah. Huh. I'd be friends with her in prison. Oh, boy. That'd well, be fun. She's, she's going to make some friends. It'll be interesting to see which facility she ends up in, though. Right. She goes to, like, the Martha Stewart facility. Well, they probably all will be somewhat similar like that, but I wonder if she'll make any friends in there. She will. I think that she is. I think she is charismatic enough. To she's a good time gal, even behind bars. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's a good time gal. Uh, yeah. No, I was. So it was 14 years maximum, I guess, right? Yes. Yeah, that was the deal. So I'm guessing eight years, probably. Yeah. I'm guessing eight to ten. But still, that's ten that's years. That's a long time. I mean, She's 50 now? Like, even that's, if that's it were something where she gets good behavior, that's going to be a couple years. But even if she gets half of her time taken off, yeah, that's seven years. Still quite a few years. Yikes. Well. I wonder, can Bravo, like, cut a deal with the prison that she can still be on the show? Like they can interview her? No, but they're going to have all this filming, I'm sure. When she pleads guilty. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait. And Meredith Marks just posted something on Instagram. Like, let's all just remember, it's presumed innocent until proven guilty. Okay, well, she pled. Well, follow your own advice then, Meredith, because you hired a private investigator against this same person. Allegedly careful. Well, because she liked a tweet about your little baby. Because her baby, Brooks Marks, was violated, vandalized, harassed. 
What was it? She went on a tirade. What was it? Violated. Brutalized. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Okay. Speaking of brutalization, this week's episode of 90 Day Fiance was painful to get through. Yeah. We got to wrap it up here this season because nothing's happening. Yeah. I'm like, I need to, I needed to see everyone in a wedding dress this week so that next week is the weddings and then the week after is the tell-alls. And then we better get our sister wives to take its place. I'm really nervous about that. <laughs> it, it has to be sister. If it's not, but no, won't it just go? Isn't doesn't ninety day just have a slot on TLC? I don't think it's sister wives or ninety days. We'll probably get something like um, before ever. the ninety day, yeah, or happily ever well, we after, something before. like that. Uh, Dating diaries was, or something. I let's start with Karen Guillermo because yes, this please. is so funny. The fact that productions like. Yeah, we have about three months worth of footage here. Uh-huh. Let's just put it all in black and white flashbacks at the top of this episode. Yep. And we'll throw in a fun little sidekick to just keep the story, just kick it along and move it along here. Like, there's, they just, they, they're getting rid, I think they're going to get rid of them, like, next episode. Oh, God, like, they'll be the so. first to get married next episode, and then I bye, hope so. bye-bye. So they've decided they have to plan their wedding in three weeks. They meet with a hilarious officiant. He has this Aww. line. I mean, someone needs to, like, put this on a plaque or something. You and then Bilal should this? team up as, like, a comedy duo. Happy wife. Happy life. <laughs> oh, she wants to take, if Hilarious. she wants to take the reins, you let her. I almost feel like he was serious, though, and then the rea- he didn't like the reaction, so he's like, oh, I'm just, I just kidding. <laughs> Dios mío, I just kidding. All right, and then, I mean, things really pick up speed here because Guillermo goes and get a haircut. Yeah, we get to watch this haircut. And I felt it. like I, like, we watched it in full live time because it seemed like it took... 25 minutes of me watching him get his hair cut. And then all of a sudden he's taking this stylist from Supercuts advice, taking it to heart. And he's like, yeah. I-, I just have to think of what Cynthia told me and I need to talk like to Kara. overstepping her boundaries a bit here. Like, shut up, yeah. cut my hair, and I'll pay you. Yeah, you know he's not going to tip, right? He's saving up for he his MacBook. He doesn't know that... Yeah. Oh, God. She's like, oh, nine times out of ten, it's... Oh, God, I mean, mm-hmm. I wish you luck, though. Oh. Right. Why don't you keep your goddamn opinion to yourself? Stupid. Um, okay, so and then they go to dinner and they fight. That's it. Yeah. That's all I gotta say about that. margarita them. looked really refreshing. Mm, with salt. I like yeah, that. I like too. it with the salt. All right, even mm-hmm. Mohammed. Okay, so they have to go to this new venue... Because the last it's one so pretty, I could tell that this is like very much both of our tastes. Oh, uh huh, right up yeah, our. The second alley. they pulled up, I was like, "That's the place." She starts yep. bawling, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'd be crying too." Because, but no, I don't think she's really crying here, though. I think that she's trying to elicit some kind of reaction out of her fiance. It's like it's just it's been such a long road, and he's like, "Oh yes." Yeah. Oh, but there's also the mask, though. Eve, all she care about is her dream wedding. She doesn't care about delay in my immigration status. It's two fucking weeks. Yeah. You psych. It's not going to make that big of a difference. And I don't think you're going to interview very well. So I don't think you're you're missing any <laughs> job opportunities that you would have if you only had those two weeks back. What was his job where he where, where he lives? Uh, straightening Egypt. his hair because that burnt 
mop of dry uh, matter on top of his head. That's not even hair. It's just this fried puff on top of his head. Okay. So, Putting on his own lash extensions. Oh, maybe. right. He wants Eve to compromise by getting married sooner and getting married in a mosque. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. That's his idea of her compromising. Don't think you know that. We need to get the, we need to get the paper started. I cannot not work. Meaning I hate sitting home with your son all day. Yeah, I can't explain how it feels to be stuck. Uh, what, what, do you, what is sticking you here besides your own will and wanting to be here? And to bring your mother over. As That's it, yeah. So he then later, such a grown man move. He sends her a text message from the next room. This was outrageous. Saying that he's just going to find a new sponsor. Because Wait, you don't want to talk about to get the a venue? Job. Oh. You don't have any opinions? I feel like you, of all people, because well, you're I hated it. have an opinion. Yeah, it was rough. I'm going to marry my king in a castle. Yeah, not a oh, castle. Yes. Not a castle. Not. I mean, the, the furniture is about from that era, but... Uh... Well, I was going to say, the decor doesn't really match the venue. And when they went in that dining room, she's like, oh my god, this dining room. It's perfect. I'm like, you could barely scoot around those chairs. Yeah, and it's just a house. Like, it doesn't... How do you have a wedding in this? There's no, like, ho- grand hall It looks like a anything. historical a place. A historical venue. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they can make it look super pretty, but... Mm, it was very sad and depressing to me. But he literally says straight up to her, "I the, the wedding... These are things I do not care about. Yeah, I just want my green card. I just want he my says, immigration status. He says these words Absolutely. to her. They're still together, Jody. They were spotted recently together. I know, and I hate this. So he tells her in a text message, I'm just going to find a new sponsor because I want to get a job and start working. 
And then she's like, hey, you want to come here and talk about this text message? What do you mean you're just going to go get a new sponsor? I would love to see the reaction of Dave sent you a text. Like, while you're from in the, the other house. room. Like, from, like, just on the other side of that door right there. You're like, yeah, hey, you want to talk about this? And he's like, I just, I think you're very selfish because you want everything the way you want it. I, I take care of your son. She has done everything else for you. I would like to see him a day, a day on his own, what he would do. You know what? I he got wouldn't really be able to wipe about... his own ass. Oh, definitely not. Well, he, that bidet. Oh, he put the bidet God, in. Right? So he literally can't. Uh, I was listening to Reality Gaze, and when they introduced this segment, they started singing Queen, I Want to Ride My Bicycle, or I Love to Ride My Bicycle. Nice. And I was mad at us for not thinking of that. <laughs> yeah, we should have. Damn it. I love Next my time. bicycle. I can ride to cafe, <sighs> to mosque. Oh my God. Period. I hate this guy. So then later, out, this is after the text message thing. Now he still hasn't gotten the hint that he's the asshole in this situation. He yeah. walks into the room and he goes, so I think Eve, this sponsor thing, I... I just trying to help our situation. So now he's like, "Oh, I have to try to uh, do some reverse psychology here." Yeah. You you don't understand how sponsor work, Eve. The sponsor is not a person responsible. It, it's just rules. Yeah, it's Can we rules. pull up the definition of sponsor in the dictionary because right. it's literally they're responsible. Yeah, and she's like, you can't just go find another sponsor unless you're just going to go find another person to marry you. So is this yeah, you just about yourself? You can't just call the embassy or, or yeah. immigration and be like, can I just get a piece of paper and then wipe that out and just put a different name on? Yeah, she's like, I'm two to five grand into this thing. What the hell are you talking about? And then he's well, like, but also, you- you're not allowed to transfer f- sponsors. Right, right. You can't just transfer now that you're here. You have to go back and now re- reapply. Right, and he's this like, I, I'm just trying to figure out how it works. And she's like, then ask me, because I've read it, and this is yeah, not how it works, I how you it. think. And then she goes, do you even love me? Do you love me? And he goes, I have dreams and goals. Hmm. Okay, so my question was, do you love me? And then he goes, get, get me ticket. Then you get me ticket. To go back. And she's like, okay, so if you go back then, if I get you a ticket and you go back, we're done. I'm not going to be going there. And he walks out as he says, good, I don't care. Bye, fucking bye. Get out so of my house. Buy your own ticket around back. around the fact that he misses his mommy. Mm-hmm. You've been there for 60 days. Yeah. You need to chill the fuck right. out and grow up. Yeah. He thought that he was going to get here and be able to bat his eyelashes at the U.S. government and they were just going to, like, hurry things along and get his mommy over mm-hmm. here for him. Seriously, I would be like, get out of my house. You can figure out your own ticket back. And if you can't afford it, then go talk to uh, immigration about it. He's like the Egyptian Vinny from Jersey Shore who can't <sighs> be away from his stupid Yikes. mom. For, yeah. uh, speaking of stupid, Patrick and Thais. These two need to get the fuck out of my face, too. So boring. And her voice is nails on a chalkboard. You said last week you liked it. Oh my God. So annoying. No, I liked it when her voice got heated and she was like, um, yelling at John Mm. and I just liked, I don't know. something, it was the pinginess of it. I enjoyed it. I usually don't like ping. Uh, yeah, this is nothing. This is nothing. 
So now he, John, or John, Patrick wants to get married on 2 because 22 is his lucky number. And she's like, well, I wanted to get married in Vegas. Okay, no, you didn't. It was a storyline. Yeah. Shut up. Exactly. Patrick and brother Boston Rob go tuck shopping. Don't care. And then it all comes down to... Thais saying that Patrick is a control freak and he just wants to do everything. And he's like, no, I don't want to do everything. You are pretty much just like helpless at this point. She's like, you treat me like a child. Some days I think I don't want to marry you. And he's like, yeah, me too. There's days when I don't want to marry you either. She was not expecting that. Yeah, she no. thought she was gonna like make him like, oh no, grovel, and she's like, fuck, uh, really? And then also, it's like, I don't think it's controlling that he picked a date. Like, she didn't have a date in mind. He picked a date here. Well, they only is, have we, ninety we days and probably thirty days yeah. left. Like, and we can go to Orlando where he says that they have good food and uh, what he said. There's like one other good thing. food and Weather. great politics. <laughs> yeah, know. definitely great politics. But yes, like who cares? But this is her way of just like turning around and being, well, he picked a date without even asking me. Okay, but like you needed to get married at some point. Right. And you're going on a trip. You get to go to Florida, which I mean, Florida you know sucks, what? but it's also fun to go to. She hasn't even told her dad yet. She's like, well, I'm going to. Great. And they do next episode. I know. So I can't with these two. And I have a feeling that he's going to be like, oh, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like for sure. But John takes him uh, suit shopping. I wanted to say I really loved the girl that was helping them. Yeah. I loved her outfit. It was awesome. That was a cool outfit. She looks cool. All right. What about a little Jabria Miona? Some black Serbs? Hey, I want to say I enjoy, as a, if I were a story editor, I would appreciate the fact that they are constantly wearing these (laughs) stupid matching Jackets, because you, you mean you, the 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 continuity. Uh-huh. You can do anything with it. That's true. Good for them. Well, I they think, know what they're doing. I think they actually fucked up because they're wearing these sweaters and it's daytime. But they went on their date later at night for dessert. Right. Remember? So I think this whole thing actually happened before their "oh yeah, we're gonna get married" thing. Right. Well, I also love when Miona goes in to tell him how things went. He's like. She's like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm just taking a nap. And I'm like, you're taking a nap in your enormous uh-huh. coat? Oh, my God. And jeans? And jeans? Bury me alive, why don't you? In the basement where there's no air flowing. Okay, yeah. So they're still wearing Jabri's pretty sweaters from Shein. And Miona's like, okay, well, I'll go talk to your mom about putting our beach wedding on delay. And... I'll tell her kind of like where things stand, which is weird because, you know, it's his mom. He should be doing that. Yeah. There's that shot of her like walking up the stairs and she's like, bye. And he's like, but he's like slowly backing into the room. Like, have fun. Well, yeah. first, 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 he sages the house. Oh, and his get the fuck out. dumb mom is sitting there like pretending like she, you know, has clients or anything I know. to do whatsoever. He's like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, you know. Just doing some paperwork. Because, you know, her <laughs> facial expressions don't move. Yep. And she just has no inflection. I'm just doing some paperwork. Nothing really. And he's like, oh, I'm just going to sage the room. And she's like, okay. I'm like, you, sage you the don't room. have clients. There's no way you have anything to do. Yeah, whatsoever. and sage the room. Okay. I know it can yeah, clear out the energy. You getting out of the fucking house. 
You grow when I did Jekyll and man. Hyde. The guy, the guy that played Jekyll and Hyde, who took off at least two shows a week because due to vocal vocal mm, rest, mm-hmm. um, would sage the whole dressing room. And I'm like, okay, you need to call. Okay, down. now listen. I think a good saging is absolutely fine. I love I've done it, but a jabri doing it is bitch eating crackers. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here with your sage. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, God. But yeah, so now he sends her up. But yeah, there's that shot of he's just closing the door. Okay, bye. bye. Have fun. Lock, 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 uh-huh. lock, lock, padlock. So now she's got to go up there and she's like, hi, what are you doing? And she's like, well, I'm just kind of busy doing some work, but I guess I can take a break. So now Miona has to say, okay, well, we talked. And although I want a big beach wedding, we're going to... Put, we're going to delay it and we're going to use that money and save it up to do what we need to do. But instead we're going to elope. And where did she say they were going to go? Joshua tree. Okay. Whatever. But the mom, the mom's reaction is literally like, but what, but, but yeah. last time we talked to Jabri, he, he didn't want to marry you. So, but he loves me more. I thought he was yeah. going to listen to what I told him to do. Miona handled this so well. She's like, Yes, but then we talked and he decided he does not want me to leave, mm-hmm. so I'm fucking here, bitch. Uh-huh. So that's the whole thing. And she's like, yeah, well, we talked. And um, he definitely didn't want me to go anywhere. Because, you know, uh, they've been doing this for years now, Mother Jabri. She moved yeah. from Serbia to here. Yeah. He asked her to marry And I do think that they do him. love each other. Like, they, I think their relationship is fine. Yeah. They seem to have a good back it's and forth. It's fine. They're a little other. annoying and they have some lofty dreams but whatever they're annoying but i think they get along with each other yeah i don't think it's like an abusive relationship or anything freaking weird like uh what's his face bilal who's just a oh yeah no monster. it's not like that at all the mom is just well She's i just thought well i mean i guess as long as you i guess i support it i mean just i feel like the two of you just make such outrageously bad decisions yeah. they haven't made any decisions yeah they haven't done anything yeah and she's like well last i talked to jabri he Really just wanted to ship your ass back to Serbia, so I just don't see where this is coming from. No. Yeah, I thought I did I thought I did my due diligence. I guess I didn't oh. work hard enough. So then we get this like side by side happening Perfect at this thing. <laughs> so good. He's like, How did it go, Miona? As he's pretending to sleep. Oh yeah. But it went really good. And he's like, Oh thank God, because I've been so stressed out. <laughs> yeah. This is really weighing on me creatively. It's just messing up my creative flow. Yeah, my marriage to my music. She's like, I, I think she, I think she understands now where we're coming from and that we're going to do this. And then it's fucking mom and Brian who can go fuck right off to. Yeah, I really hate Who him. the fuck you think you are, Brian? Get out, Brian. God. Ugh. I feel like Amber wanting to push Gary down the stairs, but I want it to be Brian. <laughs> And Brian, you don't even stupid, go here. Yeah, no, he does not go here in a stupid look on his face. Like, like the dad from Family Ties he's trying to pull off. I fucking hate Brian. So she's like, well, let me just ask you, Brian. How did you think we left things last time we talked to Jabri? And he's like, oh, well, that they're going to not get married. They're going to delay it. And yeah, she's yeah. like, well. We, we won. They're, they're still getting married. And he's like, oh. What? <laughs> she's like, yeah. Um, so they're going to go to Joshua Tree? And he's like, well, that doesn't sound like a compromise to me. You know what? Listen, I don't want to support a train wreck. And she's like, yeah, neither do I, Brian. Mm-mm. 
fucking Brian and whatever the fuck her name is. I hate them so much. Why is this surprising? She is here on a K-1 visa. You knew this was happening for a year and a half before she got here. They seem to think that he was going to ship her back. Uh Uh-huh. And they don't not realize how hard it is to reapply once you've, like, just shit on the first one. Well, they're not going to take that lightly, the U.S. immigration system. Okay, now listen, if he were, honestly, if he were, like, 1920, still living at home doing this, I could see them being like, this is insane. You have her living, you guys are going to be living here for a couple years. I don't think we can swing this. you got to figure this out. But he is almost 30 years old. Yeah. He is a grown man that hopefully isn't living with you long term, and you are trying to control and they have his been relationships for a couple years yeah. now. Yeah, she's not so going anywhere, stay the and fuck she seems out of like it. a very pleasant person. Yeah, stay out of it. You really want Jabri oh, puttering God. around South Dakota talking about marrying the music, Brian? Is that what you want? He's just gonna keep. That. Well, next episode them. it looks like they're gonna kick them out. Kick them out. Fine. I don't know. They can live on credit. I almost like support them living on a credit card somewhere else. No, it's fine because they'll they'll get their well, like whatever get this five grand. Yeah. yeah, so they can move to California now. They are trying to put any sort of um, I don't know stipulations on Jabri so that he doesn't marry her because she's a psycho, weird, possessive, in a weird way, sexually attracted to her son. Mm-hmm. And uh, and jealous of Miona. Oh, Miona yeah. is beautiful. Um, also, just this whole conversation with the parents is really just them, without actually saying it, saying, "Oh, I thought we, I thought we manipulated yeah. good enough, but I guess we didn't. Oh, we didn't see that coming. Yep. Damn it. Yep. We didn't. She outsmarted us. Yeah. I really but, thought us laying that guilt trip on in the coffee shop was going to work, but I guess not. Like, I really thought we won this, but we didn't. Brian didn't see it coming. So based on like all the because t- I'm still a bebe in the 90 Day Fiance world, I've seen a, my good fair sure. share of tell-alls. But do you think the parents will get like any shit? Like, do, do parents ever get shit or not really? Oh sure, think Mother Debbie. Yeah, but people like Mother Debbie. She's mm, like the bad. I think they kind of turned on her. No, they'll probably get some really? shit. I'm sure they will make an appearance on the tell-all. They'll they'll video in, and it will absolutely be with Brian. Because she's going to be like, we're, oh, we're a unit. We are both his parents. So we. Well, I think to be both... fair, he did raise Jabri. No, he did. So but he I'm did, just like... saying, like, mm-hmm. uh, there have been other things where it is, like, just the mom or just the dad. Mm-hmm. There, there are where you just see one or the other. I just hope that all of the um, immigrants, am I allowed to call them? Yeah. Them? All the immigrants stick together at the tell-all and, like, Oof. stick together. Except for Muhammad. But I, like, I would hope that they would all have each other's back and be like, this was fucked up. I don't know. We'll see. Sometimes it goes the other way, though. I know. they turn on each other. Okay, Shida and Bilal. Another... This was just a super mm. boring filler episode. They yeah. go on a picnic, and, of course, Bilal has to say, cheers to new beginnings or no, she says it, sorry. She says, cheers to new beginnings and being grateful. And he goes, mm, being grateful. That's a good one. And cheers. Fuck you, dude. Well, I'd Ugh. be really grateful for some uh, unalcoholic peach seltzer or whatever mm. the fuck you brought. Peach cider. Mm. <laughs> On a picnic. Just, 
I would need to so be wasted 24 7 to be warm. Oh yeah. my God. I hate him. So Shida tells him basically, your ex is a bitch. She's a fucking cunt. She walked in the yeah. house and was demeaning and acting like absolutely nothing can change. I'm stepping into this and I have no right to anything. And Bilal's like, huh, so weird. Interesting. She's always just hmm. been so nice. She's never had anything bad to say about you. Okay. Well, in your mind, maybe oh. not bad because you all treat her like shit and talk about her like shit. Shida so Shida is so well spoken to. Like that that sounded condescending the way I said that. I didn't. I don't mean it. Like I mean the way she words things. I think also because she's been she's had yeah, experience she's smart. Being around below so much. She's like, I need to word this in a way he can't talk around us. Yep. So she's like, I looked into her eyes and she was mad. Yeah, I'm not being like crazy. It's not yeah. a translation thing. It's not a cultural yeah. thing. You can't turn this around uh-huh. on me. So the way she speaks. But this is also, how exhausting would this be that every conversation you have. You have to premeditate everything you say. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to be careful. Mm-hmm. Careful. No, I think you're absolutely right that she comes off. Yeah, she chooses her words very carefully. Because I'm here, I'm looking at the other couples, like Miona. I think Miona is quick. I think we've talked about this. She kind of reminds us of Anfisa. But even sometimes, like, they'll be a little bit more uh, aggressive. Or you could say more than that, you know? Same thing with Eve. Eve, speak up some more. Say what you mean. Well, Eve kind of just acts like a little girl, though, because she's like, yeah. this is so fucked up that you said that, and it was just really mean, and now I just, my feelings are really hurt. <laughs> Send him back. He's so gross. He's not even attractive. I just feel like I, like <sighs> you, like I would wake, like you wake up in the middle oh, of the night, and you those look, and he's just sitting up. Those big eyes like, are staring yeah, at you. Yeah, but he's, he's just sitting up, like, staring into the abyss. Uh-huh. Just, ha, Hello. Hi. He's I so beige up. and boring that it's scary because he's it's just scary. a no. hollow shell. Like bacon, that is how bacon fingers is. <sighs> yeah, there's something Jesus. there's something real dark about Mohammed. I hope by the tell all, let's cross our fingers and pray that by the tell all, they've broken up and she's not going to follow through on the green card stuff. God, I really hope so. That's the one I really care about the most, just because of Theron. Yep. Um, okay, so then wait, Bilal convinces oh, yeah. Shida. In the end, that like he's just protecting his kids with this whole prenup thing. It's nothing personal to her. He's just protecting his children. But well, it doesn't matter as long as you're not going to cheat on me or leave me, because so. mm-hmm. it's all on her. Yep. yep. If the marriage falls apart, it's her. Like he, he could cheat on her. He's like, he's it's very simple. Else. You just have to like do everything that I want you to do and be who I want you, you to have be. To be an obedient wife, like Robin. Hmm. And, like, his, his ex-wife, who she's supposed to respect and everything, even though you yourself divorced her. And Bilal even said, oh. I was blindsided. Yeah, he loves like, this, one. this like, ex and current wife thing. Oh, oh he gets of off on it. Uh, I, I also feel like that would be a really big problem for me if I'm talking to my current fiance about how his ex treated me like shit uh-huh. and he took her side, yep. which he really, he isn't hundred percent taking her side, but he's not taking Shida's no. side. So that would be a very big problem for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And also Bilal should have been there in that circumstance. <laughs> or she, that shouldn't have had been a conversation between the two of them. Right. Absolutely. It has nothing to do with her. Okay. 
Emily and Kobe, they're back. Emily wants to run some errands with Kobe. What's what's Emily wearing? <laughs> She's wearing um an open knit sweater that's like a little off the shoulder. Off the shoulder. Because they're just gonna go for a drive in Salinas and they're just gonna go to a pharmacy because she's late. I love what she what she goes in the in the morning and she's like, "Hey babe, what you doing?" And he's just doing that classic like nothing to do during the day, laying flat on the bed with the phone straight up in the air. <laughs> nothing on the on the walls, by the way. God, someone saved Kobe. Ugh. He's like, "I guess we'll go." Yeah, bait and switch. Um, this isn't actually for the wedding. I might be pregnant. Boop, right. Boop. And immediately she's like, well, I'm late with my period because, I mean, listen, you were the one who said that you didn't want me to take birth control pills. And he's like, yeah, but you're the one who said you weren't ovulating. This, and I this conversation got in intense. You. Yeah. And you could tell that she was so uncomfortable because uh-huh. she's like, my parents are going to see this. Yep. He's like, no, well, that, but he's not even trying to be shady. No. He's just saying what happened. He's like, yeah, but then you had that app and then you were saying, no, don't worry, babe. I'm not ovulating. You can come in me. Yeah. And she just looks at the camera like. I think she was more like, we've oh, all he there. called me on my lie. Like, I didn't think he was actually going to say also, that. I will. I don't think I'd want to have my parents know that I said, don't worry, you can come in me as your fucking She's guy. whipping her boobs out and Coben's running with her boob across the room to the kitchen. I think she's okay oh. with this kind of talk in front of her parents. I, I think she's that kind of a dress girl. In the, uh, in the talking heads, eh? Uh, this is where... And I'm not body shaming her. I just don't understand what's going on with her boobs because I, myself, I am uh, big breasted. So I get that there is like some hangage of boobs. Like they don't, unless you have fake boobs, they're not just like boing rocks. But her boobs connect to her body, like on her chest, like almost just, they're they're very high. And then she's wearing an incorrect bra or no bra at all. So you see where they're like flapping down and it gives it a very strange cleavage sort of situation. Right? I mean, I I hate her so much that like I can't say anything positive about her. But yeah, so they're on there. They go to the pharmacy. This is also like a janky ass pharmacy where there's only like. like, This is not a Walgreens or a CVS. A concophony of stuff like. Here's some Pantene Pro-V, mm. VO5 hot oil. Yep. Uh, here's some Band-Aids. Uh, oh, here's one three brand different brands of, of pregnancy tests. Yeah, one brand <laughs> of everything. And it's all way yeah. overpriced because it's yep. been sitting on the shelf Vaseline. since 2017. Yeah. 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 That Vaseline is the same Vaseline that all of our moms have in the cabinet that's been there since our childhood. Hey, sometimes this, I, I have like three of those mm. all around my house. Chapstick, Vaseline, it's, I mean, it's always within arm's reach of uh-huh. me. Carmex. She says, oh, Carmex is for, like, the winter time mm. when you just want to feel yep. feeling. She goes up to the counter and she buys this and then she says to us, I don't want to take this home because I'm nervous that it'll be found. I'm like, are you not, like, an adult enough to throw it out by yourself? Yeah, you don't have to walk around with go... it. Oh, well, Emily's not emptying are... the garbage, please. Well, put it in the... Her parents are going to be rifling through the garbage. Or at least, like, put it in a shopping bag and throw it in your closet. Throw it under one of your boobs when you go in the door and they won't even see it. There you go. It'll it'll never be found. Well, Coben will find it. Oh, yeah. But uh, 
But like, put it in like a, a pocket of a sweater in your sure. closet or something. Although I can guarantee you, Daphne would find that within ten oh, minutes. Oh, she'd sniff that out literally. Walk in the door, and be like my most n- nerve wracking moments was when I couldn't walk upstairs yet and my mom is still staying with me and she wanted to unpack all uh, of my squares um, and I knew that I had a vibrator mm. at the bottom of one of them and I was like do not go looking through those oh my god traumatized and I'd be like Ugh. I told her can you please bring me down my Rolling Stones t-shirt because I wanted to wear it one day because I think we were doing a Teen Mom episode about Brianna or something she brings me down like a Beatles love shirt a uh, Coca-Cola t-shirt <laughs> I'm like, no. She's like, Coca-Cola, it's rock and roll, Amanda. She's like, well, I looked in your closet. I was like, don't look at my closet. It's fine. (laughs) I don't need it. Don't go looking through those. I just got a flashback. My friend in high school, we're in her parents' room for something. And I don't even know what it was, but we were sitting on their bed. And she, like, bent down to go, like, grab something. Or she thought something was under the bed. And she found her mom had, like, a big like a big black dildo hey, under her gets bed. the job done. And still to this day, I'm like, oh God, every time I think of Mrs. So-and-so, we're like, yeah. Oh. But all of us were like, God, at least your parents are like still getting it on after all this time. Like they're having I the mean, time of their I mean, lives pretty, in there. It's pretty common. I feel like it's <sighs> more common for women to have them than to not have them. But in high school, you're like a junior, senior well, in I mean, high school shocking. and you bend over and be like, oh my God. Oh no, that's shocking. Uh, and she was more mad. She's like, why didn't they even try to hide it? Like, why just have it right under there? Nothing else around it. That is a good point. Yeah, I mean, come on now. <laughs> I know. She's like, my room is right under there, so I'm never going to be all asleep again. She was really dramatized over it. Um, and- Ooh, do you want to hear a really a horrifying story oh, yes. if you have time? This will only take a couple of minutes, but okay. This is horrifying. I, um, okay, I made, when I went to college, I... The internet was still very, very preliminary. Like, I would have to email friends from, like, the music library computer. So, I was... uh, My my prom date, Jeff, who's now gay. Shockingly, my prom date was gay. Uh We saw that coming. But, um... Him and I would, like, be emailing, and we would we send each other, like, videos every so often. Just, like, here's what's going on in my life. So I made this video, like, on my little, like, beta, VHS camcorder. Yes. Where I, like, put out all these pictures, and I'm like, here's what happened in my last year of, of high school. I was in love with this guy, and, but then I had sex with this guy. And then I was also kind of in love with this guy, but then I kissed this guy. So, okay, oh, no, fine. So then, fine. Okay. This happens. I don't, I don't, I end up not finishing the thing, so I just, like, left it. I come home that summer and I see a a VHS <gasps> tape labeled Amanda's video to Jeff. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! I hate it! I hate it! <laughs> and in that moment, <laughs> you decided like I can never speak to my mother again, right? I was just I was like, okay, well. There you go. Nothing needs to be said now. Oh my god. It never needs to be discussed. And the first one was probably like, I fucked this guy. Right? I definitely didn't I wouldn't have said fuck. I definitely said had sex. Oh my god. But Amanda's video to Jeff. (laughs) Just so that she'd know that like, no, I watched I know that you know that I know. I know everything. Yeah. (laughs) What you know. Awful. Wow. And you've never spoken about it since. No, I mean, what is there to say? Can you call her up right now and ask her if she remembers your video to Jeff? I would rather (laughs) kill myself. She's at the Stampede with Ron right now. It's Seniors Day, Amanda. Oh, please post pictures. I would love to see Daphne and Ron at Calgary. Oh, I'll I'll see if they do. Are they going to go see the uh, Super Dogs? 
Oh, they probably did. I don't know. I'm not I can't going this year. You're missing my dad super dogs. Me. I bet you Daphne it's would go so back with you. And it's the hottest day of the year. It's the hottest week of the year. Mm. I'd really rather not be at the Stampede. Okay. It's fucking hot. Well, Poutine let's go back to Thalinath, uh, Canthus, or whatever the hell they are. Okay. First of all, I just want to add that she has greasy as fuck hair. It was so dirty. Gross. I get it. It's long. But if you're going to keep it that she's long. She's hormonal, Amanda. She's, she's you could tell she had not washed her hair in probably at least a week. Well, more so, more often than uh, what's her face though, Ari. Oh, thank God we didn't. It see shows her, her this chewing week. on wedding dresses next week, and she her hair is equally the same. And her mom's like, "Oh, Ari, you look beautiful." And you're like, "Um, you know the the, the dress person's like, don't let her hair don't. Can we put your Are hair you gonna up? pull it off? So it oh, touch the dress? you're gonna leave it down. Yeah. Cool. We're like, we don't put veils or anything on anyone's hair, please. Yeah, we don't actually sell veils here. Mm. We're sold out. Okay, so now they go into the bathroom at the pharmacy. Yeah, God. I hate this. 17? I know, I hate this. And we just hear both of them going, oh my God. Oh God. Oh my God. Oh, oh God. That means you're pregnant. Oh God. So they walk out of the bathroom. Clearly, she's pregnant. And first thing out of her mouth is, obviously, we're not telling anybody. We're not telling my family. Another great idea from Emily. Yeah, this is the first thought that Crosser's head. Obviously, we're not telling my family. You're a monster. And he goes, "How yeah. long do you think you can hide this from your parents?" Like, um, until I start doing. It's a hypothetical question. Like, how you think you're gonna hide this, you idiot? And, yeah, that's her answer. Um, until I'm sewing. No, I'd be like, I I didn't actually mean that. I thought you should. Yeah. And then he yeah, goes, oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, she's a crazy monster. And she goes, well, I want to have this wedding, like, be a fun time, and then tell him afterwards. And at least we're here and not in Africa or China, you know. Oh, okay. That makes it better. Cool thing to say. Yeah, no, that's cool. I mean, how do you cool. how do you feel right now, babe? Babe, are you happy or not? You won't even tell me. How do you feel, babe? And he's like, uh... Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> she goes, I mean, it's more pressure on me because I'm the one who has to work and make all the money and get us out of this house. No, it's not more pressure on you. It's more pressure on both of you equally. And then she's like, I thought he'd be excited because he wanted more kids. This is like, come okay, on, girl. No, I give both of them equal responsibility. In yes. that she got pregnant. Like, he could wear a condom. Pulling out, we know. I mean, even fifth grade Jody knew during sex ed that that doesn't work. I mean, obviously, every single time you have sex, you get pregnant. Yeah, you Duh. only have sex to get pregnant, in fact. And the penis just, like, goes, like, it just, like, sits like a hot dog. Because yeah. that's why they say hot dog. There is Nothing no, like, shoots hole. out. Just the second it enters, you're pregnant. Yeah. Duh. And you yeah. have to be married. So they must have gotten married and we just don't know about it. Um, Yeah, he wants more kids, but he has always said, like, down the road. And also, I do think she said, like, I'm not ovulating. It doesn't matter. Just go ahead. I do think she knew that there was a chance she could get pregnant. Yeah, of course. And I think he was dumb enough to believe her and not take precautions himself. And the fact that he's like, oh, don't take birth control. It's bad. Okay, well... You're both stupid for that. 
They're both stupid. She just wants another baby on that boob. She's like, oh, exactly. I was going to say, uh, but I think she truly doesn't think it's that big of a deal to get pregnant again right now. And he does. Where he's like, why are you excited about this? This is terrifying. Yeah, this is bad. And your dad said the one rule is for uh-huh. you to not get pregnant. So we're fucked now. And she's like, but you said you wanted babies. And we're here. We're not in China or Africa, and it's going to be on me because I have to be the one that makes all the money. He's like, yeah, hilarious, because you haven't made a dime in the year and a half we've been waiting for me to come here. Well, she's got that two-hour-a-week nanny angel. Oh, babysitting. She said babysitting. Oh, she's finally downgraded Mm -hmm. it to what it actually is. Yeah. So this is terrible. This is horrible. But we know in real time, spoiler, they've had a girl... And I think at the time of the tell-all, the baby was like four months old. Uh-huh. Oh, this is terrible. I do want to know whether they're still living with her parents, though. That'll be the uh, time I would say tell. yes. Or, like, their parents probably have, like, a back cabin or something. Or, like some or it's probably, like, they... Kobe and Coben are in one room together. And then Emily and the new baby are in the they other have to room. Bond. Yeah. Shall we touch on Seeking Sister Wife? This was actually, I thought, a pretty boring episode as well. We had a filler week on TLC yeah, here. I thought it was good. I enjoyed really? watching this. Do you want to start with the Davises? With Apo, Nick, Jennifer, and Danielle? This guy's a predator. Yeah. Nick freaks me the fuck out. And his eyes get more, more and more droopy with He gets every... uglier and uglier I... every week. Yeah. And dumber. And we these got a women review too. saying that we we got a review saying that we talk too much about people's appearance. <laughs> Me You're on TV. I'm, I'm starting to notice. That, I'm starting to notice we do. But sorry, I'm sorry. You're on TV season. and you're making your wives, in quotation marks, marry each Sleep other together. so that you yeah, don't have to owe them or do anything with them or pay taxes. Yeah. Oh, and God. also, okay, I'll be the first one to say I busted. I have a round horse face. If that's even well, possible. You're not. But calm down. But we do, we're more self-deprecating to ourselves than anything. Yes. Everybody chill in front of us. Okay. All right. uh, Here we go. April is at the Airbnb and she's going to mix some drinks together for tonight. She's playing bartender. And it looks like uh, sour apple pucker with like seven (laughs) up on top. Nick is trying to like nuzzle up to Jen because he's going to sleep with her tonight and he's like kissing her and stuff. And April's like, I have an idea. Let's play Never Have I Ever. Have you guys ever heard of this game? Oh my God. I hate this. You're, uh, April and Nick, you're almost 40 years old. Stop playing drinking games with the kids over here. Yeah. And like, never have I ever, like (sighs) as a 40 year old, you really, you shouldn't even, like, you should have done most things mm-hmm. at this point. Never have I ever lost sleep wondering if I can make my mortgage payment. Drink! I mean, so But, like, stupid. they're trying to, what are the, like, what are these shock, never have I ever? Skinny, Skinny dipping. dipping. Oh. oh God, shut up. But the next one was even God. worse. Strip club. And they're all looking at each other as they drink, like, oh, I'm so bad. I'm so bad. Uh, my first question is going to be uh, threesome. Exactly. Looking around at each one, making eye contact with each of the Who's ever farted in bed with four adults? Yeah. Obviously. And then they say they, they they do ask her something, and she said, "Oh no, I had a boyfriend, and I just I wasn't into him, so I left." And then and they're like, "Danielle, oh, red flag." Who's what? the oldest one? April. April. 
April says, uh, yeah, that's really shocking to hear. Wow. Yeah, we didn't wow! know that, like, she would be about relationships, that she would just leave if it wasn't working for her. I mean, that's a red flag. Yeah. What a Oof. concept. Yeah. Um, faked an orgasm was the question that I believe Nick threw out there. And guess what? Nick took a drink. What? Oh, man. If any woman doesn't drink to that, you're lying. Uh-huh. And you're Danielle's lying. like, I felt kind of uncomfortable about answering some of these questions. And then Nick is like, oh, I did. What? Oh, and they're all looking. And he's like, yeah, you know, splash a little lotion on her back. That was gross. gross. I was grossed out by that. Ew. I'm not grossed out by anything, but I hated that. That was uh, Yeah, foul. because it's just demeaning and disgusting. It is demeaning. Ugh. That's why I hated it. Like, fucking idiot. This freaking whore. That's what it, it implies, right? I mean, is that just me thinking that? Ugh. No. By the way, I'm eating a Rolaids right now. Mm. I'm not eating. Oh. I'm so aware of hating. All right, drink if you've ever been legally married. <laughs> yeah. And then it's real funny because the ladies drink and Nick doesn't. And then they drink to being jealous and April's like, well, I mean, listen, we've all been jealous and everything, but Nick is so good at making sure we all feel taken care of and that he loves us, making sure we're okay. And like, sure, you're going to like cry about it sometimes and like, you know, figure it out, but you'll deal with it. And Nick is like, I know yeah. what to do to take care of the ladies. Yeah. Well, in fact, Nick tells us that it would be unfair for one woman to put up with his sex drive. Right. AKA, that kind of seems to me like he's saying, if I just had one wife, I would be forcing her to, like, yep. I would be sexually abusing her on a regular yep. basis. Yeah. That's how I take that. Yeah. Because I was in that situation. Yep. And if you didn't do it, you got a huge guilt trip and then you got cheated on anyway. Absolutely. But it's bedtime. Fun. Let's find out what happens. Should we all, oh. and Nick's like, I have an idea, ladies. Ladies, should we all sleep in the same bed? As if April and Jennifer and Nick weren't planning this shit from the beginning. Like, let's see how open yeah. she is to having a foursome. Let's just swing this one out there and see what she does. So he throws out there, should we all sleep in the same bed? And Danielle's like, uh, okay, but I don't want to sleep on the crack if we're pushing beds together. Because I did not sign up for that one. And then Nick makes some joke about, like, a bounce back. Maybe it's a sex thing. I don't understand. But he's like, oh, come back with the bounce back. They're all like, Nick, you're so bad. A bounce back. He's so bad. Now they all go upstairs and Danielle is going to sleep with April. And Jennifer and Nick are going to sleep together. Well, you got the jammies. Well, hold on. Nick then kisses each of them. And Danielle's like, yeah, this is super awkward. And Nick is like, okay, there's going to be some jealousies, but I'm going to make sure that Jennifer gets some good night's sleep tonight. No, she's not. Hey, yo. And she's like taking off his necklace and being all like, I'll take care of you. God, this is so cultural. Uh-huh. Already. And now we see the matching jammies. That April or Jennifer has purchased them all matching jammies, except Jennifer did like the, the dress one. Yeah. And the other two did pantsies because they're so long and so. Do you so wear long. pajamas like this? No. This seems like with buttons in the front. I, I can't do a button sort of thing like that. And long sleeves. 
Are you trying? Are oh, you trying get to a- choke me also, and murder me? Satin is mm. going is so hot. It, it, oh God, I, I need to be wearing shorts tank. and like a tank top or a t shirt. Tank and no shorts. Bra. Yeah, that's it. No button. No, so that's an out. That's an outfit you're wearing. It. Yeah, things are going to be pulling and like twisting. Like if you turn and... around, the buttons are going to rip open. Like my arms, I would. Feel, it would be a straight yeah, jacket. No. Can't do it. I'm like getting hot just. I'm kicking about it. off my no. my theoretical blankets right now. So now April and Danielle have to go sleep in these jammies together. Okay. I'd be like, can I change back into my boxer shorts? Okay, now? and then when they get in the bed. Danielle, they look Danielle so does the correct thing. Where, okay, first they do this weird thing with the blanket, and then it ends up like all tousled anyway, which was weird. But it, it looked, it looked like April wanted to. Oh uh, yeah, it did. I was gonna say like she went for a full spoon. Because Danielle spoon did the nation. correct thing. She turned out towards the wall. Yeah, she's is, spooning yeah. the wall. April, I mean, you're farting into each other, but at least you're not facing each other. April turns into her as if to like spatch her, like spoon her. No. Everyone knows you turn the other way. And then you play on your this phone. Is so, this is so fucked up to make them sleep together. They don't know each other. Yeah, no. This, I feel much more violated in this situation than yeah. sleeping with all of them. Because it's like you're forcing... There's also other beds in this house. Yeah, it's... this is bizarre. I mean, it just seems like they're grooming her. And then we have to see Nick and Jennifer mm-hmm. start making out. Disgusting. Ew. Um, okay, Merfield or Foley's? Or Murfields. Well, no, is that it? Just those. No, three? and then uh, Sid. We didn't have the apps. Sid, the Scientology oh, kid. Oh, Sidian, yeah, yeah. Where I'm kind of on on board with that. Oh, let's let's go to Sid. Really I'm calling him Sid. All right, Sid, the Scientology kid. This sweet sweet hotel of his. Uh, it's a resort, Amanda. Yeah, he said yeah, it's a resort. resort. It's tropical. He's like in the rainforest, and I mean. That's a good There was site. one of those but, I mean, it just foam. Seemed, I could tell how human oh, it yeah. was. There was there. one of those foam tile things that you know are on the floor at like Planet Fitness, where they have like the puzzle yeah. piece outsides. That was oh, on top yeah. of a dresser. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, something happened on top of that dresser, and we're now using flooring, and it's just hanging over the edge. It was just gross. Everything's sticky. Yeah, and just oh, it's hot. The humidity. There. It's hot. So okay, he gets a phone call, and it's Ariel. Or Ariel, or Ariel, Ariel, one of those things. Let's just call it Ariel, because that's what he says, I think, three out of four times. Um, She's on the phone, and she says she's there, and then they play, like, this cute little game of, like, Marco Polo throughout the whole resort. Like, where are you? Are you good on stairs? No, take a left. No, take it right. And they meet on the stairs. She's wearing a lot of clothing for a tropical climate. Jeans, long sleeve. But she is from the Philippines, yeah. so I feel like she's used to this climate, at least. I would not be. It would take several generations for my DNA strands <laughs> yeah, to adjust too. to that kind of... I would need to have a, like, spray bottle. With the fan at all times. Myself. Yeah, mm-hmm. with a fan, yeah. Um, and then he says, your favorite thing, look at you. Look at you. And she's I like, know. I'm shaking. He's like, you're shaking? Are you shaking? You're really shaking. Oh, my God, you are. You're shaking. Can you hear my heart? Hug me. Oh, God. So Ariel says that she feels amazing. And he's like, do you want a tour? Do you want to, like, what do you want to do? She's like, I want to go and, like, freshen up. And they proceed to go on a tour of the place. And then she stands on a rock that's about to tumble into the ocean. It is, like, so funny. And, like, totally getting it off. And she likes that he's nerdy and tall. I think she is very 
photogenic. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I think this They're is fine. fine. I don't mind any of He this. thinks it's, there's a just a natural connection. It's better than he thought it would be. And he thinks they should call Tasha right away. And they call Tasha and she makes some sort of yelp or a screech. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, it's the kind of thing where, like, the connection's bad. So it kind of, mm. it, it volumes mm-hmm. out. It maxes out in volume. So it screeches a bit. <laughs> Uh, and Tasha's all excited for them, and she wants them to get it in tonight. And then Ariel goes to check out Sidian's accommodations, and he's like, um, can I ask if you want to, like, stay here? Do you want to stay in this room? I mean, it's up to you if you want to. And she agrees that she's going to stay in this amazing Bachelor in Paradise suite. Hot humid no air moving around Even the colors used in there are just like dark and depressing it seems like it's like carved out of the side of a cave like the bed the bed looks like it's kind of on a slant god it just looks like one of the legs is nice gone and yeah i guess we're spoiled americans but oof they're laying in bed and he's like what would it be like if like i asked you for i hate this i hate this okay oh i hate it now he's like well i was thinking now she's like, well, I thought, well, it would be like more like later when it's like romantic. And he's like, oh yeah, okay. We'll wait like, so I'm I like, just fucking go, turn over and kiss her. We could go see a sunset. And she's like, oh my god, this is so weird. You said that because I love sunsets. <laughs> she's like, we're at the beach I'm and there's a I sunset, like pizza. and like, I like beaches and sunsets. So this is like extra romantic. <laughs> I consider it romantic. <gasps> oh my god, it's so weird. He gave me a glass of ice water, and like when I'm thirsty, ice water is like really good. So it's like really extra romantic for me. So, so stupid. All right, so now they meet at the hotel thing restaurant for dinner, which is weird because she's staying in his room, and he's just like waiting there at the table. Then he's like, "Wow, yeah. look at you! You look beautiful." <laughs> Yeah, yeah also, just left the room convers- together. Well, they go, he's like, come here. Look at this sunset. Kiss? Kiss now, please? I was please? wondering if maybe I could have that kiss. No, no, you can't because I'm so grossed out right now. I hate this. Yeah, this is so awkward. Um, and then it's like a... I, I don't know if you if you noted... Yeah. Home. And a... Home. Did you notice, though, when they go back to the table, they talk for, like, at least 10 to 15 minutes without even a glass of water no, being served? No, not a thing. Not a thing. Nothing. No drinks. No appies. Uh, they get some interesting looking chicken later that he seems to like that they split and it looked like the tiniest main dish ever. Ew. And they split. It looked dry as fuck. It looked like there was like two, a chicken breast and a chicken wing. And then they like, each had yeah, a plate like with like five tortilla chips on it. Yeah. Ooh, it should weird. we split something? Like, I'm out. I'm not splitting a meal. No. Um, but Sid has been uh, watching some videos on Filipino culture and women's studies, and I and just really meaning TikTok. He went to TikTok and typed in <laughs> Filipino. Women. He watched some Joe Coy comedy specials, um, yeah. and Sid's like, I, I, um, I really love that you can take care of yourself, Ariel, and I really want to see you succeed as a woman and as an individual, but I have a question for you that I just need to make sure. Are you okay with trans children? And she says, 
she's okay with trans children. So that means... Well, thank God. Yeah. Uh, Shocker. He thinks the sparks are flying and they have a mutual sexual interest in one another. So they may retire to the chambers, milady. But then we see yeah, in a preview. Yeah, Mexican food. Or it wasn't Mexican food, but it was just a lot of like food that doesn't seem like it's great for sakes. Ooh, like, no. Especially like, his first full meal in the Philippines. And you know what? Yeah, yeah. Because your body needs to adjust for a couple of days. Though. I don't remember seeing an ensuite bathroom. No, I think you have to like walk down, down, I think down, there's down, like down, a latrine. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a shower. Or you just go into the ocean. I'd rather do that. By the way, my mom's back from the stampede. She says, you didn't miss much, Amanda. The stampede was very disappointing. Oh, Two exclamation points. Very disappointing. And very, very hot. And tons of people, two exclamation points. We are happy to be home relaxing. Amanda. Oh, my God. And tons of people. Wouldn't you know it? I mean, it the yearly stampede. The first week. <laughs> um, but next week's previews for Sid and Ariel, they both say, like, yeah, it's really awkward. Things aren't going well. So I wonder... Maybe the sex was bad. I was going to say, I wonder if he, like, unsheath thy sword, my lady. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't make the cut. Not quite sure. Yeah. All right, let's meet up with the Foley family, and then we'll go to the Marifolds. Basically, we're picking up where we left off last week with Jaden, who is yeah. the royalty of this episode. My God. Yeah, who laid the smack down, dropped the mic, and got the fuck out of uh-huh. there. She's like, yeah, and you're he's, gross. He's like, I, just... I hate your wife. You ruined yeah. my life. And get out of my face. And he's like... I guess, I guess you'll just have to choose between me and some... No- some person who doesn't even exist. Absolutely. And then in a talking head, he says, well, I mean, that's kind of, un- it's a really unfair thing to ask. No, it it's isn't. Unfair. It's not a question. Yeah. You, you choose your kids. And the saddest thing here is that I think most people don't choose their kids in this situation. Most For sure. Because they are selfish. Kids. Horny. And she goes, oh, well, yeah. I mean, I just won't visit you when you have girlfriends over. I just won't visit you if you're going to be having more girlfriends. And he's like, oh, don't say that. No, you don't say that. She can say whatever the fuck she wants because she's the child in this situation. And he's like, I just don't think it's fair for anyone. I mean, I'm basing this decisions because growing the family and having that foundation, I just don't understand where this came from today. Oh, you know, somewhere (laughs) called her broken heart. That's where it came from. Also, great job, Brenda, piping in at any moment. She's just like, her face is pretty much in her plate, Uh just like... And she's cling, like, well, what can, what can I say to, like, a teenager? I mean, I don't want to ignite anything. Like, I, I'll just step back and let Steve talk to her, which is the right thing to do. If you're a step-parent, you shut the fuck up. Sure. And actually, she should have left. She should have gotten the fuck out of that room. But then there's also something to be said for being, like, the... I think Jaden is looking at this from the female perspective. Like this is totally misogynistic and uncomfortable. So Brenda probably could have alleviated something by maybe talking to her and being like, look, this is truly what I want. I know you don't understand it, but like Brenda did nothing to help this situation. I think it's better that she She stayed quiet. "Uh, No, this is a bad situation. You shouldn't do this. Well, Steve thinks Jaden just has her mind made up who he is and nothing he can do is going to change her mind. But you know what? Jaden, do you still love me? I wanted to, I mean, fuck you. Yeah, no, uh, do not ask her that in this situation. She just does like a thumbs up. Okay. 
Yeah, hilarious. First of all, you should never have done this show. You knew your daughter. I mean, look at his kids. Look at her. You can tell. Are you not sensing? You can tell she's having a really hard time with her life and your decisions and what you have done to her family. Maybe don't go on this show because you're going to make it worse for her. And then to put her on the spot on a with a camera crew around going, "Do you still love me?" God, it's just so manipulative and sneaky and such a dick move. And he keeps saying over and over, I just don't know where this all came from. Which is his way of saying, my bitch of an ex-wife has brainwashed our children. Yeah, whatever, dude. This is all you're doing. And he's like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe we just, uh, maybe we just shouldn't tell the kids if and when we date. Yeah, probably a good idea. (laughs) They have a conversation to make it look like the they're weighing their mm. options but really it's they're not weighing their options they're just saying words out loud but we're gonna keep and steve that. wants brenda to be like no i think we should keep doing what we're doing but brenda just stays quiet because she doesn't have a mind of her own and yeah. then steve also says well i mean there was a rough patch after the divorce when Jaden did not like brenda and she saw Why her as I? the primary reason for our divorce oh because she, she wasn't was- which she was Because she was the primary reason for your divorce. If she didn't come she in the picture. She came into your marriage and broke you yes. up. And you chose her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Brenda just like cries about how all of her relationships are difficult. You know, with Jaden and April. And, you know, it's just. And Steve takes her head and like shoves it into his shoulder. And he's like trying to like pet and rub her head. She's like, all I'm asking is I just. I just want to feel like, I just don't want to feel like no one in this relationship. Okay, well, that's not Jaden or April's fault. That's your husband's fault if he's making you feel like you're no one. And it's also your fault because you knew exactly what you were doing getting into Absolutely. And that there were kids involved that you could fuck up and whatever. Um, Okay, so Steve asks Brenda, what do we do? She says she doesn't know. And then Steve excuses himself from the camera because he doesn't want to say anything else on camera that he may regret. Like, my fucking bitch uh-huh. daughter. Fuck her. And my ex-wife, for sure. Yeah. Speaking of ex-wives, Danielle and her ex-husband, Garrick. Yeah. We go to their God. camper. But just before they go inside the camper, I don't know if you caught this. It's just a zoomed in on a black crow in a parking lot picking at a broken potato chip. Oh, God. I don't know why that cracked me up so much. It's just so depressing. It's like, this is a, a this is it. crow just picking away at whatever's left. Like, we got nothing. They're packing up the camper, getting ready to move after being stuck in there for five months. I don't know what they're doing in there. Just uh, maybe some socks. Is Danielle's speech pattern exaggerated in this scene, or is it just me? I don't know. This whole she's I, very this, Emily. This is a hard. Yeah, this is a hard episode for me because I'm like, oh, I feel like Danielle's losing some traction here. Yeah, I know she's getting sucked back in. Well, well, no, not so much that, but um, like she's lost the power now. Mm, now it's not as fun to. It's not as fun. Yeah. Now, now the reality is that Bert is coming, and she's like, well, or is she? Because it's been a few well, months. I repeat, a few months since they were in California. And turns out Leah... Wow, I didn't catch that. It's been a few she months. She said a few months since we were in California. I had to go okay. back to make sure. I was wow. like, whoa, what? Like weeks maybe? No, months. 
You know that Danielle was like texting her, like, come on, Leah, you're part of my whole master plan here. Yeah, you were supposed to come back when we were moving out of the camper to pretend like. Yeah, you make him so uncomfortable because you're a powerful <laughs> black woman and he doesn't know how to be yeah. around you and you're terrible. Although I do think Leah is weird. She's just, she's a weirdo to me. She's, a, I wouldn't want to be like mm-hmm. a sister wife with her. She's weird, yeah. but like she's a perfect oh, sure. pawn for this. To keep them on their toes and keep them nervous. Uh-huh. Uh, Leah turns out is like, like really keen on having a career and like a personality and having her own life outside the family. So yeah, it's just not going to work out. Then we get to Leah who FaceTimes them and she just, I mean, she's like, Danielle talking to Nick, April, and Jennifer in the car. She's like, yeah, I mean, uh, when I met you guys, I just feel like you weren't being genuine and, genuine, and you wanted everything your way. It was your way at the highway, and I didn't feel like I had any choices in this, and it was just really weird when I was seeing you, and I just don't think it's going to work out. Bye. And you, yeah. hear, yeah. you hear Garrick just go, okay. <laughs> it's like, okay. He, he sinks into Miss himself even more. Bert. Yeah, Miss Bert. Ed so Danielle's like, well, how do you feel about it, Garrick? And he's like, oh, well, you know, it wasn't meant to be. If it wasn't meant to be, it's just he's not like, going to be. You know? She scared me so much, Danielle. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then Danielle's like, yeah, it was just so easy when God did it. When Bert came into the family and God just did everything for us. Uh, no, that's when Garrick said, we need another key down in the lobby. Can you go down and get it? Mm-hmm. And then just like shoved it in Bert's butt. All right, so then... <laughs> Garrick reminds us that it's been three years since they started this relationship with Bert and she should be here shortly, but there's this thing that is completed and has been been approved called a visa. And all Bert has to do is go and pick it up. But for some reason she hasn't gone to get it. And last week, even the attorneys were like, you got to go pick it up because we're on a time crunch here. We have to be able to get you on a flight. Is that what was happening? I thought that I thought, I thought that it was in the U.S. and for some no. reason Garrick and Danielle. No, she said it, it, it's so. Bert she hasn't, hasn't picked it up. She up. was supposed to pick it up last week, but she still oh. didn't go get it. So they're waiting for her to pick it up so they can book Ooh, the flight. She hasn't got. Okay. Yeah. Oh, they were talking like it was. I was gonna say like I don't feel like that's normal that it would be under someone else's responsibility. No, it's all it done. She said it's all done. It's been approved. Bert just has to pick okay. it up so they can book the flight. Uh huh. And so Danielle's like, yeah, it's just really strange. And I know you and Bert have been through a lot, but lately communication has changed dramatically. They both said that. So Bert's kind of pulling back here. Danielle. But in the previews for the season, it does show Bert there. In the U.S.? Are they like meeting her again midway or something? I feel like she's in that trailer, but I don't know. Oh, my God. What if Bert gets the trailer while they move into the house? That would be amazing. Well, Danielle rubs it into <laughs> Garrick. She's like, yeah, I mean, it's so weird because, I mean, you're already married to Bert. And we already got a divorce. And it just seems like weird because she can pick up the visa. But at the end of the day, it just seems like a distant dream because she's still not here. With you. And you're married. And you weren't able to get uh-huh. her pregnant on the multiple times you But tried. Garrick's just going to leave it up to faith and God and... You know, just wait it out and see what they need to do. Just wait for Bert to get her visa and just come on out here. And then we see in the preview this house that they're building. And Danielle's like, when um, Garrick decides that it's my turn and 
if Bert's like taking a nap or something, my room's going to be upstairs. And then next to her main bedroom with Garrick down here is going to be another huge playroom for like a baby or two babies. And Garrick's like, oh, what are you saying? I'm just going to like knock up some woman and get some twins. You don't need to lay into it that deeply in front of her parents, oh right? Danielle, gross. you need to turn this back around. um yeah so danielle shows her parents it's gonna be a seven bedroom house and we're gonna meet back up with marcus next week he has his eye on perhaps another woman because i think he said janae and india strangely enough oddly enough is still not too excited about another woman coming into the marriage yeah weird Mm. marcus little little marcus who did you say looked like marcus uh, Keith from Six Feet Under. Yeah, not at all. They resemble each other. Mm. It's a resemble. It's kind of a frying pan face. <laughs> sure. I was probably taking so many notes during Six Feet Under that I didn't even. But Keith is like, obviously like attractive and tall. Above four feet. One. Yeah. Got it. Exactly. All right. Well, I mean, that does it for this week. This is a huge episode, yeah. guys. Well, it was, stay but it tuned. To be series finales on TRP for the next several weeks. We had Six Feet Under, Friends, The Office, How I Met Your Mother, Sex in the City, Sopranos, Sopranos et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Stay yeah. tuned. Check the show notes for all those links. And uh, until next time. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.